Before we get started, I got a couple things that you need to know. First, big thank you to Givali Winery for allowing us to record in the winery and enjoy some wine. Thank you, Givali Winery. Be, f- be sure you guys get over there and check out the wine and uh, enjoy some brick oven pizza. Second, this episode is sponsored by local pest control advisor Josh Wolf from Simplot. He has 10 years of crop advising experience and he will provide you with fertilizer, chemicals, any specialty product needs that you need for your crop. Shoot him a call, 559-567-9500. Big Fresno State Bulldog fan and supporter of the show. That number again is 559-567-9500 and let him know that we sent you. In today's episode, Demetrius Porter joined us. Uh, Caleb Pletz was not able to make it, so I had to get get a backup. And that backup, and that was my father. Uh, but, but we had a, a great time. So it is Caleb Nail, John Nail, and Demetrius Porter on the show. And if you know John, you know that this episode is going to be a little bit longer because uh, you know we love to talk, especially around wine. Thank you guys for listening. Shoot us a follow. Shoot us a review. Uh, five star, preferably. And uh, we also start a YouTube channel. So you can follow us on YouTube. And uh, we are going to get into baseball season. I'll qu- quit wasting your time. Here is Demetrius Porter. You're a Fresno guy. Yes. Born and raised? Born and raised. Where exactly in Fresno? I grew up on the west side of Fresno off of, it used to be called Fig in North, but now it's called Martin, Martin Luther King in North. Okay. So I was five, no, not five miles, uh, north of Easton. Okay. And uh-huh. so that's why I went to Washington Union. Washington Union was my home school. I actually went to Memorial my first two years. Um, Jason Brandis saw me play and asked me, gave me a scholarship to go over there. And then after two Jason years, Brandis. he left. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> after two years, he left, and uh, that's when I decided to go back. Okay. I think I played for Brandis. He did play for Brandis. Did you? I you did. You played for hey. Brandis. <laughs> Brandis is one of my favorite coaches of all time. He actually is the one that helped me shoot, start shooting the three as well as I did. Like, he focused on that my whole career. And, like, prior to that, I was a slasher. And he was like, hey, man, at some point you're going to have to start knocking down a shot. And we spent countless hours in the gym shooting. And he's my favorite coach of all time. And that was at Sound King Memorial. This was at Sound King, as a freshman. <laughs> as a freshman. My gosh. You're, I forgot about Brandis. Okay, yeah. I, I played at Clovis East for a little bit, and he was there at Clovis yeah, East. Yeah, and Brandis still plays every weekend. No way. Yeah, every weekend. <laughs> you get a text like, hey, we're playing open gym. Like, man, he's <laughs> making, I'm making me feel bad. Like, he's still getting it. <laughs> so how did you get to Memorial? Him. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. him. So he came and watched me play in an eighth grade game. And he said, I think you can come play for us and start as a freshman. I'm like, man. You know, because at that time I knew I was good, but I didn't know how good I was. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll go in and play freshman, JV, and then uh, maybe my sophomore year play varsity. But he was like, no, I think you have what it takes to uh, play varsity as a freshman. I'm like, oh, mind you, at that time, Keenan Whitehurst was the man. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm not familiar. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan Whitehurst, he's a uh, big time volleyball player. His dad was the mayor of Fresno. At the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whitehurst. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him yeah. and uh, Jason Medina was the starting point guard at that time. You know, mm-hmm. so um, going in there and him having that type of confidence in me, I was like, oh, wow. So. Okay. And then what got you to Washington Union? So he left. Okay. So he left. Um, they had some disputes over there where he just decided it was time to walk away. And so once he did that, um, I decided to go back to my uh, home school. Uh, and then I played with uh, Brad Felder my junior year. And then, excuse me, I played for uh, Von Webb my senior year. That was, that was Coach Webb's first year? First year that we won state. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah so um, it was kind of amazing that he even got the job, you know, uh, when we uh, we came from conditioning, they was like, "Oh yeah, y'all got a new coach," and we was like, "Who? Like Von Webb? Yeah, I don't know Von Webb, you know." But he came in and he's a great motivator. Is I mean, I think Federal State got to steal with him because what he does do is he knows how to bring out the best in kids, and uh, and it's for not from a yelling standpoint. It's more of a I believe in you standpoint. And you know, all of us coming from the west side of Fresno, we're already broken down type kids. And so we needed a, a male figure in our lives to give us that type of uh, that type of encouragement. You know, we, we were seeing way too much as a kid, you know, and uh, we needed a, a someone that looked like us that was educated and, and, and been where we've been to just give us a little pat on the back. And so he did that for us, and we all played our heart out for him and uh, ended up winning the state. <laughs> Feel free to jump in whenever. You can interrupt me. Oh, I was going to say, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, you knew you had made it in the basketball world in Fresno when Sam Joaquin Memorial <laughs> came up and said, I think we have a scholarship for you if you want to come play. Yeah, you, you know my that aunt, is the honest-to-God truth. I'm not lying. My auntie is Jackie White. So Jackie White was I mean, she's the queen of hoop when it comes to Fresno. <laughs> And so <laughs> she's the one that was like, nephew, you need to go there. Because she kind of grew up like I grew up. And um, I just saw how that opportunity transformed her life. I mean, even for me, uh, going over to some of those kids' houses and seeing how they live and seeing the hundred forks on the table. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what the heck to do with it. I said, I just need one. <laughs> but, you know, it was just good to see because it gave me, gave me another um, – perception of what life is about, you know, and that there was more to life than what I saw daily. And so I, I think Samuel Kimamoy, I'll tell anybody, just that situation and allowing me to be around people that are doing well really made an impact on my life. Hmm. What made your senior year team, that one state, different from the teams before? Uh, again, I, I believe I lost my junior year. I never had one valley. Uh, my junior year and I wasn't used to losing and so I promised myself that that summer like my first one I'm, I'm winning Valley now did I think I was gonna win state no because I knew we was have to go up against Baron Davis and some of those type of guys so I just knew I was gonna win Valley that year so I dedicated my my, my whole summer and then at that time like I said I'm 5'10 5'11 um Though the media guy said I'm six two. I was gonna say I looked yeah, at yeah, it, yeah. you're like six foot, six yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I had a growth spurt. I don't know. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> you're, you're aging. Yeah, you're yeah, already yeah, shrinking, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um you know, for me it was like, Okay, listen, Demetrius, for you to get a scholarship, you gotta do something no one else has done. And like just being small and being good, that ain't it. 
Like you have to show that you're a winner. You have to show that you're willing to take on the responsibility of winning or losing. And so Von Webb came in and he started having us run and lift weights a little bit and do stuff we, we wasn't used to do. Like I'm, I'm, he took a bunch of kid, hood kids and made them believe that there was a chance for us to win state. But, you know, we stepped work, kept working, and we just kept progressing. We just played harder than everybody. Wasn't the most talented. Like, we had two Division One players on that team. That was me and, and Chris Jeffries. Everyone else uh, didn't play after high school. So uh, it was good that, like I said, he gave us that, that, that encouragement to, to make it, and, and that's what we did. Do you remember these teams? I do, I do. So I, I my feeling is... I helped uh, Gordon Pacheco. He's a he's the uh, he's a superintendent in Kerman now. He was a basketball coach at Kerman High, and I we and I helped coach. And it was '94. I got married in '92. It was either '93 or '94, '94, '95, and and it may have been '96. But I don't think I I had the I don't think I lasted that long coaching, <laughs> and. Uh, I, they played you guys in playoffs at the Valley. Yeah. And they lost. It was a good game. Yeah. But they lost. But yeah. that was good. So yeah. I think, I, I, but I don't know if that was your junior year or, or your. No, my junior year, we lost two Garces out of Yeah, no, you would have. You beat them. You beat Kerman when that yep. when they were played. Yep. But that was, I'm trying to remember. We had Tim Hurt and Backholben. Yeah, and Tim. Yeah, and those, yeah, <laughs> those couple of those yeah. guys. So <laughs> you, did you play him in playoffs? Do you remember? Uh, no, he was before me. Okay, so um, there wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, but his 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 sister married Jimmy Lovadusky, who used to play with me at Washington. Union, my no way! Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, okay. <laughs> so connection. so it, you're a little bit. I miss. I mean, yeah. I followed you guys a little bit because of the Kerman Easton connection. Yeah. And, and we have some good friends in Easton. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, that's great. Jimmy, and then of course we followed you at Fresno State. Yeah, Jimmy Lovadusky is hearing this. He was the Bill and Beer of our time like he, oh. he was our enforcer bro oh. <laughs> he was our enforcer you know, Jimmy I, on the court, I, he miss the, nobody. I miss Bill and Beer yeah. I miss <laughs> I miss Oakley yeah. I miss yeah. Oh, yeah. I miss Magic and Bird I miss those guys yeah Jimmy was our, our Steven Adams you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steven Adams there you go <laughs> so at what point in your high school career maybe it was before your high school career did you tell yourself you know what I want to go play basketball in college and maybe make this a career. Um, like I said, my dad was a pretty good player, and uh, he had an opportunity to play for George Ravelin at Washington State, and he did not take the scholarship because he was having me. And so for him to give that sacrifice up for me, um, you know, I, I felt that I was obligated to, to, to do that for myself and, and, and for that, that sacrifice. And so I remember uh, one day me and him was watching a, um, a game. It was UNLV versus Georgetown. First time I ever watched a college game. Oh, those were two teams back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, who are you going for? And the only name I had heard of at the time was Alonzo Mourning. You know, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm Georgetown all day. Yep. And he's like, cool, I'm taking UNLV. <laughs> so as my first time watching Coach Hart play, and I just fell in love with their style of play. And so I'm like, yo, I'm playing for him one day. That's who I'm going to play for. And so when I got close, I think it was my sophomore year, he decided to jump to the NBA. And I was like, dang it, I ain't going to never get a chance to play for him. And so then going into my senior year, he took the job at Fresno State. 
I was like, oh man, that's my calling. Like, that, that's it. Uh, yeah, it's got, the hand yeah, of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God then pulled out the big joker. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, you know, um, my, my, and that was another motivation of mine. It's like, man, I got to impress him. You know, I got to make him want me, you know, because I wanted to be the first Fresno player to lead us to the tournament. Mm-hmm. And so um, that, that, was, that was my driving force. And so I went, we once stayed, I was player of the year. Uh, state player of the year, um, got all the awards, and he came. And, you know, like I said, it was down to three schools for me, Arizona State, Fresno State, and BYU. Steve Cleveland was there then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> actually, they, they, their facilities was great. Loved it. Steve was great. I would have played for Steve in a heartbeat, but he took me horseback riding, so that was a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, he took you horseback riding? <laughs> deal breaker. Well, it wouldn't have been bad because that was a great experience, but the horse took off the wrong way down the street. I, know, I hate horse traffic. Tracker. I was hate coming, it. And like I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> so no, like, the majority <laughs> of people don't enjoy horseback riding. No, I I don't I don't enjoy it at all. Especially mm-hmm. if you went to Washington Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we no. milk cows, not ride horses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, we pick me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's amazing that we got into one, and like you know, when I was younger. My grandfather used to wake us all up, and we used to go pick grapes. And so now, <laughs> no, I swear, but he kept all the money. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a good grandpa. <laughs> you know, but I guess he was teaching us how to work. So, but exactly. I mean, it's crazy that you go from grapes to now making wine. <laughs> oh, that's a, uh, I like that way more. No, it's yeah, way yeah. better. Yeah. Way For better. Sure. That was the worst job I ever. Actually, the worst job I ever had was picking up raisins when they roll the trays yeah. and throw. That was the worst job ever. Yeah. Really. Oh, that was worse than p- actually picking really? the leaves. Really? Yeah. Throw the grapes, you got to pick the leaves out and stuff. <laughs> like, come on, man. No bathrooms around. You're like, what is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it seems like. What are you talking about? What is this? You got 40 <laughs> acres to go, man. Yeah, the road seemed like it gets longer and longer. It's hot. It get hot. And it, it, just, yeah. it keep expanding. You're like, man, I thought that was almost finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Great. Yeah. So. So it, was, it wasn't until your senior year that Tart came in and said, hey, we want you. Mm-hmm. What was – well, did you go on a visit to Fresno State, and what was that recruiting process like with Tart? So, okay, so I went on there and then Arizona State. So at the time, BYU would have been great. I could have went in as a freshman and played right away. New coach Steve, Steve Cleveland, loved him to death, you know, from Fresno. So I was comfortable with him. Um, and then it was Arizona State. So the day – the week before I was going to take my visit – to Arizona State, Coach Shark called me into his office. And so the spiel was, listen, we got – this is our roster. And so I looked at the roster, and uh, at that time, we had like seven McDonald All-Americans. Uh, and we was like ranked preseason number seven. Like, just, now he had the number one recruiting class that year. Uh-huh. And so he was just pretty much like, look, Demetrius, you're local. You can play one year here behind Grafer, and then the next three years is yours. You know, this is, you know, I'm coming in here to build a dynasty. You know, by your senior year, you'll be playing in the Saymore Center. He lied on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but, so, you know, it was either go to Fresno State and be a part of something special or go to Arizona State, play a lot when it was last in the Pac-12. And so, like, again, I just came off a winning season. I don't want to lose. So, I, I wanted to stay home and, again, my goal was to make sure when I got that starting position, I was going to lead us to the state to the uh, NCAA. And mm-hmm. so I was blessed to do that two years in a row. Um, and so, I mean, I, 
I've been pretty blessed to reach my goals with that. <clears throat> now I'm, I don't, I wasn't around. I've heard through Come my on, dad man. and yeah, you're of, killing me. You're <laughs> calling me old. No, is, no, no, no. Is, before you, that before is you. an old statement. Before you, before <laughs> you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Age shaming. He, no, I know. I know. <laughs> it's his fault. He didn't take no, enough no, games. There's no victims in this place. <laughs> Let me tell you. Have some more wine. <laughs> Uh, Were there any local guys that were at Fresno State before your group? Because you had quite a few local guys. Yeah, so local guys, you had Carver Harris, who absolutely was the first player that made me fall in love with basketball. That's right. Yeah, he was a man. He's a monster. I I can't believe Washington ain't retired his jersey. He is Washington. Carver, he was pretty goddamn good. So. Him, you got Jervis Cole. You had some yeah. players that came through Washington Come Union. On. So it's a long tradition of like top players. Like you either went to Edison or Washington Union to get those type of athletes. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, so like that. That was a that was that was. Well, that, that's the reason I brought it up because I was wondering if there was. <clears throat> I talked to Javance Coleman, mm-hmm. and he was saying, you know, there were all these local guys that were staying around, and I wanted to be that local guy. Yeah, Carver Harris for me, because mm-hmm. I remember um, I went to their game. They came out listening to Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> they had they they had their hoods on, and first play of the game, they always did it. They ran this backdoor cut where they threw it to him, and he would catch it and dunk it backwards. And I was like, man, like that for the crowd go crazy. I was like, man, this 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 is what I want right here. Yeah, those were the. Those times, I mean, you go back to the early 80s, you know, even the late 70s and early 80s, all the way up into, I mean, we had some, Fresno State had some great runs and fun kids, I mean, really good players and fun coaches and good coaches and it was just fun. I just, I just wish our coaches would smile a little more. Yeah. (laughs) No, you know, it was another one. I kind of based my game on Dave Barnett. Dave Barnett oh. was a stud. Yeah. Man, that's a it. blast from the past. Yeah, so <laughs> the point goes, I used to follow him. Again, I, I watched Carl Ray. He was impressive to me, just his athleticism, his grit, toughness, and just he didn't take no crap from nobody. You know, um, he was a guard, Charles Oakley. <laughs> you know, he just, <laughs> yeah. you just didn't want to mess with him. And then you had Sean Stale. You had Dave Barnett, you know, Will Blue. Those are the guys I was like, damn, wow. You know, because – there's, there's this park over there that called, that's called Frank A's. Okay, so Frank H. Ball. And so Frank H. Ball is kind of like the Rucker as Fresno. So you got to go over there to the hood to get your stripes as a real ball player. <laughs> <laughs> and so my eighth grade year, they let me play high school, and I, I, I dominated pretty easily. And so then when I came back my freshman, they made me play with the grown men. And so mm-hmm. I learned a lot from those guys because, you know, they kick my butt but yet teach me at the same time. Which, that's what I think the kids nowadays are missing. Mm-hmm. You don't have those older guys playing with you and teaching you at the same time. You know, they kind of teaching each other and learning from highlights, you know. And yeah. so I think that's a part of the game that, that, that's missing. It's kind of like the NBA. Every NBA team needs to have those vets on there to help the young guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I think it kind of happened if – we'll get back. To, sorry, I'm going on a tangent. But I think it kind of happened, it happened kind of fast mm-hmm. because – it was sort of happening when I was in high school playing. Guys weren't going to the park and playing ball and getting taught by mm-hmm. the rough and tough older guys. Mm-hmm. We didn't play too much with them. Mm-hmm. But now, because when I was I coached a couple of years ago, 
I mean, hardly anybody oh. is in Fresno is going out and playing no. outside of practice. Yeah, hardly I, ever. I think I, we had, like, we all had a – we didn't have cell phones then, but we all used to make sure, like, we knew where everybody was playing. Like, where are we playing this weekend? Oh, we had Clinton and Barbie. Okay. Oh, we had Frank H. Okay, we here. Now, kids don't have that luxury of just going around and just playing basketball. And I, and I think that's what has lost – that's why we, our kids have lost the creativity of it because you know when you play pickup it's every man for itself you gotta figure it out you know <laughs> and so you you learn how to become that alpha but yet again that og checks you at the same time like your, your, your young fella that wasn't a good shot you do it this way you'll make it a lot easier for yourself you know right. so you're learning the game you know you're developing a, a grit and toughness about yourself because you know if you lose you're gonna have to sit 100 games you might as well go home if you lose because it's that many people that's waiting to play right. so it right. teaches you how to compete you know, so I just think sometimes I think our kids have been deprived of that, you know, mm -hmm. especially through the gaming system. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was blessed to have him. We'd go outside and play, and yeah. we, we wouldn't go in. I mean, we would only go in when we were crying because we took an elbow to the chin from our 6'4 dad. <laughs> and he was like, well, don't reach. <laughs> don't reach. <laughs> no better lesson than that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't help him. It didn't help him at all, let me tell you. <laughs> they should have been picking grapes. Yeah, what they yeah, yeah. Been. Yeah. Hey, that's the best lesson. <laughs> like, I knew this is what I'm not going to do. No, no. Yeah. I got to go play. I got to work hard. I got to get a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what was it like walking on the campus for the first time at Fresno you State? You know what? My first year was, was funny because I was with all these guys. Like, trust me, I, this is Chris Heron. I'm, I'm walking next to Rafer Austin. I'm walking next to... Winfrey Walton, who was a three-time parade. No, he's not three-time parade, but he was a McDonald's. Terrence Robinson, three-time parade All-American. Devondre Jones, All-American. And I'm like, man, I'm from Fresno. I'm the only one on here. Samurai Jones! Samurai Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so for me, I was such a big fan of Coach Clark. I tried to avoid him. So if he's walking oh, down this no. hall, I tried to duck because I'm like, yo. Tarkin, like, like <laughs> I was just so scared, but I was in so I was in awe of him, you know. And then you know he just you know he talked to you, just like, yeah, yeah. Like, you just say something stupid because you don't even know what to say. But right, like that first year, he made me feel so comfortable. You know, he talked to me like one of the guys. You know, he knew he understood him being local himself. He kind of understood the pressures that I was on under more so than the the guys who were at all Americans because I'm home. And so when you at home, everybody got an opinion for you. Everybody got, oh, you, you know. You know. Oh, well, the sad thing is, you know, Demetrius made enemies of every high school in the county. Right, right. Because he beat them. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's representing no, no, Fresno no, no. State. The state. He beat everybody in the state. Oh, he beat everybody in the state. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but it's like, hey, man, why you don't shoot all the balls? Man, shoot more. I'm like, man, I got Chris Heron over here. I guess, uh, like, what are you talking about? I can't just shoot. Like I know. You, you want me to get head-butted on the way back <laughs> if I take a hey, shot? Yeah. Hey, man, I got Chris Heron. I got this guy over here. Like, I can't be shooting all the balls. I got to give it to them. Hell, I can sell for two weeks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When we're talking about age, I do know the Samurai Jones reference. I do know that. Well, no, I was just, I was just hoping you didn't say like, yeah, my dad took me all the time when I was three. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he wasn't much older than that. Way. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, that was great. So, wh what guy on the team kind of took you under their wing? Rafer. Rafer. Rafer Austin. Um, Rafer taught me work ethic. 
you know, if you look at it, out of all the guys, he had a, a street ball legend name, which was great, but all the guys that were supposed to be better than him, he lasted the longer in, longest in the NBA. And he did 10 years. Chris Heron, who was much more talented, did four. Courtney Alexander did two. Um, and those are the guys, I mean, they, they were better than him. Mm-hmm. But he just outworked them, and, I, and he made a way for himself through his work ethic. So I always respect that. You know, I remember um, he told me, he was like, man, once you start playing like you don't care, then you'll, 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 you'll find success at this. He said, right now you're trying to please everybody. And you're, you're taking away from what made you great. And so once he told me that, I'm like, oh, wow. And so, I, I mean, my first start ever was against Temple. I remember Coach Stark was like, yo, you just, just, just have only five turnovers. <laughs> no more than five turnovers. Man, you know, Rayford had called me. That's after he left, he had called me. Like, look, don't worry about it. I, I got confidence in you. You're going to be all right. And that, my first start, I had 12.7 assists, no turnovers. You know, just from that. Yeah, that's amazing, really. Yeah, yeah. And that was against Temple. Temple was like leading the country in steals at the time. And so, um, you know, he was a big, big, big piece for me. Okay. And Chris Heron, Chris Heron's great, man. Like I said, he's one of the my all-time favorite players. Like, he's the coolest guy ever. Well, I loved watching Chris Heron play. But I will tell you that here, here's self-control. Yeah. And if you can keep – if you can keep if yeah. you can if you can keep those demons from getting inside you, yeah, and, and remember, you, there's a long way to go, you know. And remember, as I told you, my pressure, you know, just being local and just trying to represent Fresno. So I knew if I was successful, then they'll open up doors for other kids in Fresno. You know, so then after I came in, Shannon Swillis came back, Chris Jeffries came back, and for us to be able to play and go to the second round of the tournament, that was great. We had three starters who were from Fresno. Yeah. You know, so that was pretty neat. Um, but back to him, what he was saying about Chris Heron, people didn't realize the amount of pressure he was. He had the same pressure for Boston. He had, he had that pressure just, you know, not to throw race in it, but he was the great white hope for everybody. Like, he had, he was supposed to live a, a different life. Oh, and so no, no. I, I, and my fault. I was one of those people. Yeah. He, he represented, I, you know, he yeah. represented the, that community yeah, and it's like, for sure. come on, Chris, you can do it. Yeah, and, and so, uh, you know, you know he, he had self-esteem. He doubted himself. Like, believe it or not, Chris Heron wasn't very confident. You know, he always thought, like, what if I fail? What if I ain't that Chris Heron everybody think I am? You know? Which we aren't. We, yeah, all of us right? go through that. We're not. We, what, yeah. We're not the gods that these people think we are. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, for sure. And I, I think that was his biggest problem, yeah. just trying to suppress that. Just for a little bit. I mean, let me do this, and I could go out there and, you know, just be free for a minute, you mm-hmm. know? So I think uh, that that was the sad part for him, and I think a lot of the players, kids, are now feeling that same pressure, especially with this NIL money. Yeah. I just think uh-huh. now – People are putting too much emphasis on it to where now they're starting to make the players think about money instead of the art of the game. You know, as parents are starting to rely on their kids to to take care of them now through this. Right. You know what I mean? So the whole family dynamics is starting to change because of the athletics now. So, I mean, these kids are feeling the same pressures, and a lot of them are starting to turn to marijuana, you know, at an early age just to try to deal and cope with the pressure that's happening. I, w- I just read an article saying there's so many kids turning to marijuana now. We legalized it. So many kids are turning to it now. And now we're starting a state 
they're starting to go back around saying, don't smoke mm-hmm. marijuana mm-hmm. after we just legalized it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're just trying to keep kids out of jail. I think that's right. why they legalize. We're just keeping people out of jail now, right? Yeah. We yeah. don't want right. to. But the problem is, is even on the farm, we have employees that, that you know, it's okay to smoke marijuana. Well, you start working around equipment and you're, and you're a half second slow or you're a second slow or you're not thinking right. We've had more injuries in the last, since this marijuana um, has been legalized. We've mm-hmm. had more injuries on the farm since marijuana been, has been legalized than we've had in the previous 70 years. Wow. If you go back to when my dad yeah. started farming. Yeah, and no, I, I mean, like I said, I'm just listening to the kids and I'm just like, so why? Is it for recreation or what is it for? And a lot of them, like, I'm talking about some of the top players that's, that has gone on to college. It's like, man, the pressures of, of, of not knowing if I'm who people think I am. You know what I mean? It, it does take a toll on you as an athlete. And can I live up to these expectations? You know? Mm. So, yeah, it's happening. So, you know, I, 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 you know, like I say, for what Rafer did for me, I try to always stay talking to the youth and, hey, man, it's a better way. You don't, you fail? All right, cool. That's okay. To the next. <laughs> That's okay. Exactly. You got to love them. Yeah. You know, and, and it kind of gets back. I hate to bring this in, but we're going to bring it in. I'm going to bring it in. You can kick me out. But, I mean, it's all about walking with God. It's about delighting in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Jesus brings in this whole forgiveness and love thing. I mean, I think it's a good thing. I, I, I much rather find have people walk in that yep. with that, and they can be they can be rough and tough and play hard yeah. and hustle. Yeah, no, it really takes a community to raise. You know, yeah, like you could teach them something I can't. I could teach them something you can't. He could teach them something they can't. Yeah, good point. But you know, what I mean, it's just I, I think my my, my biggest. Um, my, my, my thing, I always say this about everyone. I think all of us has, have a gift. I agree. And I do not, and I'm going to agree with you. God do not give us all gifts to keep it to ourselves. I agree. You know what I mean? We're supposed to help. We're supposed mm-hmm. to do that. If You know what I mean? If he give you a gift, it's supposed to be shared with someone other than yourself. <laughs> you know? And that's how you make a better world. If I can help you, you can help him. We're all going to be good. We can help each other. Exactly. Yeah. We're all going to be good. Uh, exactly. I, my... My buddies, my college buddy, I love him. He was the closest thing to Jesus that I've ever met. <laughs> his his mom was great, and, and his mom could talk. And yeah. she goes, now, and he and this his mom told him this, and he told me this. He says, you know, if we all look after each other, now we got twenty or thirty people looking after us, For and sure. it's way better than just us looking after For us. Sure, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. All right, back to Fresno State. Fresno State, go Fresno. <laughs> Go dogs! <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right, so, you know, you got guys with, that are feeling the pressure. You're feeling the pressure from your hometown. Yeah. You're playing for the coach that you always wanted to play for yes. at, with Tark, which I want to hear some stories about Tark because oh, I don't know much. I, all I know is that he chewed on the towel. But <laughs> I've, he married a Kerman girl. He married your neighbor. Oh, Lois is from Kerman? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he was. She was your neighbor too. Yeah, she grew up in Kerman. That's why he came back to Fresno. Wait, I did not know. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> I did not know Lois was from here. I yes, met her in Vegas. No, 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 no. Man, <laughs> wow. Uh, we're good. Hey, toast to that. All yeah. good. Yeah. All good yeah. country yeah. boys I mean, and sure. girls to meeting good women. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, women. Yeah. <laughs> In the little towns in Fresno County. Yeah. Exactly. Valley grown. Valley, yeah. there you go. Valley grown. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, no, but, um, I mean, 
you're so Rafer takes you under under the wing, mm -hmm. and you did you start your freshman year? No, no. I played behind him and Chris. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. So then your sophomore year, I you're starting. No, midway into the season. Okay. Yeah. What what did it take you to start? Like, why were you sitting, and then what, what took what did it take you to earn well, that starting job? at that time, as a freshman, I was sitting because they was better than me. Right. <laughs> right. Like they were. Right, right. Chris Aaron was – he was freaking good. Yeah. Like, he was good. Rafer was good. Tanner was three-time player. I was the shortest on the team. Like, everybody else six three and up. I'm five ten. Mm -hmm. So, I had to work extra hard. And so, I think we played against Andre Miller, um, who was the darling of college at that time, the best point guard. And, and you know, I, I took some big charges on him and – and, and locked him up for some big possessions to where coach started to trust me more. You know what I mean? Um, and so again, he gave me my start against Temple and I, I produced. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because my freshman year, I remember uh, the one thing, I remember the Arkansas game, you know, it wasn't meant for me to take the shot, but it kind of bounced to me, I missed the shot. And I remember him telling me like, don't worry about it. So in my mind, I'm like, now let Fresno down, God dang it. You know, but he was like, look man, you're gonna take many shots. And, he wasn't lying. I knocked down three or four different uh, game winners, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, I think, like I said, Rafer and Chris was, was big for me. Mm -hmm. It's big for me because really? I got to see Chris struggle and, and then let me know, like, man, nobody's immune to this, this pressure. Right. You know what I mean? But he, And he wasn't – he didn't try to hide it. He'll let you know, man, I'm struggling. And this is why. And so that, that was big for me, for him. Mm -hmm. you so know? you learned a lot. I did learn a lot. Yeah. You did learn a lot, and it prepared me mentally. Because, you know, in, in college, you got to be mentally tough. Mm -hmm. You know, you got 10 guys that come from different cities, and they probably they, – everybody got different pasts. Some are still dealing with traumatic things, some not. You know what I mean? But you got these different personalities that you got to try to figure out how to maintain, how to, how to, how to uh, manage. How about – and this is – how about this? How do you manage th that situation? And every one of those guys was probably – not only the best player on their team, but probably the best player in the league and possibly in the division, you know, and certainly the high scorer. So, so what I did was this. <clears throat> uh, so after my sophomore year, I knew I was coming back in my junior year and starting. I knew that. So what I did was I went and hung out with everybody in their own element. So me and Boner from Italy, we went to a dang heavy metal concert. I ain't never been. <laughs> yeah. but do, do you remember the name of the concert? I don't band? even remember. I was just so bored. Like, what are we doing here? Judas but, Priest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it was just like I had to let them know, like, hey, like, I want to come into your world, you know, and I'm not going to judge you. Like, we all in this together. So what I did was I, for the first 12 days, of the season, I made sure I hung out with everybody one-on-one. -on -one. Wherever they wanted to go. Bona wanted to do heavy metal, we're going heavy metal. He wanted to go horseback riding, we're going horseback riding. <laughs> it, 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 it didn't matter, but I needed to understand who they were as people. You know, I, I need to know, like, okay, I may be able to cuss at Melvin. Bona may not respond to that. You know, what what is it that's going to make them tick? What is it going to, uh, you know, what is it going to take to make them go? You know, uh, you know, a lot of people use that whole um, – break down to build up well, I never believed in that because some people come in broke down so you got to know who that person is and you got to come at them more build up you know so I knew Terrence Roberson I knew if he missed his first two shots he gonna be like oh my god I'm off I'm off so I can't go at him like yo blank 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 this no I need to go to Terrence like yo Terrence don't even worry about it the scary part is you ain't you, you finna hit 10 in a row and they don't even know it 
So I knew that about him, you know. I knew Courtney Alexander. I knew how to read his body language. I knew, oh, man, he's walking. Let me get him a shot. Oh, man, you know what? Melvin ain't touched it in a while. He's going to stop rebounding. So I had to figure out each and every person as a, as a person first. Mm-hmm. You know, now as a player, I need to know you as a person. You know what I mean? So I think that helped me the, the, the most. You know? I, I think that's huge. I, I, yeah, I no. hardly hear that. No, I, I am that. so impressed. I, I, mm-hmm. I always wondered because we watched, I watched your games. And mm-hmm. so I remember watching. And you're right. When you said you were the shortest guy on the court, it wasn't just by a little bit. It was a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, man. How does Demetrius hang hang yeah, like in with else this? Is like six, three. I don't know. Like at least six, two. Yeah. No. I mean, no. I mean, yeah. Six two. <laughs> six two and yeah on on stilts. No. But no. no but, I mean, no. It was obvious. And I'm like, but what did he do? But now I know. You 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 were kind of like, I don't know what I want to call it. The key. Or the, yeah. the engine. I mean, you you made sure everybody was the glue. The glue. Yeah, you yeah. were the glue. Yeah, you you, had you to knew be. when Melvin needed that touch yeah, yeah. because you needed another rebound or two. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, funny? I, you knew everything. I, I like I said, I my my goal was to know everything about him. I had to know everything about him. I had to know when Melvin was soaking. I had to know when he was happy. I had to know when Courtney was gonna give me twenty five or fifty. I had to. I had to know when Terrence Robinson felt down, and I had to know when Chris Heron was starting to doubt himself. I had to know all that. That's my job as a point guard. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to read people. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. But and then help them. Yep, and help. And them. then know what you need to do yep. to help them get. Yeah. Get them better and get make the yeah. team better. I I, I tell um, all my point guards first. Like if people always talk about reading the floor. That's secondary. You got to read the person on your team first. Interesting. You Fascinating. Know, you read the person on your team, then you can make the reads on the court because you know where to put them. Man, I could have used that in high school. Yeah. I, I had I played with a with a group of guys that I could have used that. Who did you play with? Who was on your team? <clears throat> well, I graduated in 2014, uh, but at Clovis East, Just I played with. Just gonna rub it in, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know he's <laughs> he's young, yeah, healthy, yeah, yeah. barrel. I don't know if you're gonna yeah. know any of these guys. That's right. Uh, Nate Amundsen. Mm-hmm. I played for Tim. I played for Tim, okay, and uh, and I played with his son, uh, uh, Nate Amison, Dylan, Amy, Cole Morgan, uh, O'Brien, Brian Scott, and the guy Jones, Elijah, Caleb, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, who ended up transferring to Fresno High, right? Um, I uh, Elijah Shaw, oh, he was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Trevor Beal. So did Tim. Hey, I, so Tim, he he refs games that time, and he'll go out there and play against the players, and he'd be showing a handle. Did he have a handle like that in high school? He, when I was there, he was just—I think he just got his hip replaced, uh, and so he was—he was always limping around. But I mean, he would shoot lights out. Yeah, no. but I mean, I, I knew you he could need play. to go play with Tim. Tim, yeah, yeah no, you I, need to go play with Tim. Tim. <laughs> Tim, you know those boys be like, oh, he's slow. He and Tim, you know, wow, hitting him. Well, like, I know. Oh, well, man, his, okay, so Tim. Nate was—he's a big boy, mm-hmm. and. The smoothest basketball player I've ever seen. Yeah, he's super smooth. So, and I mean, you wouldn't expect him to beat you off the dribble. What's well, that? I mean, not not Tim, Nate. That's what I meant. Nate. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Nate, yeah. he had a handle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Nate. Nate's a natural. And he could see the floor. I mean, he'll make a pass without you even knowing it's going. Tony there. used to be a stud. Like when he used to him and the Amazon used to come up to Fresno State for open gym. They used to kick our butt sometimes. Like, oh my God, how are we losing to these guys? 
Yeah, they were a little older than you, too. Man, like the best brother team was the Amazons, number one. The Lopez's was number two. Like, they'll come up there. You got two seven footers. Their brother's six. Two of their brothers are six six. And the fifth one is like six six. Oh, brother. You got in the zone? Like, what are you doing? Wow. Those are the best brother uh, duos of all time (laughs) the Amazons and the Lopez's. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, what about the Penberthys? Mm. <laughs> the Penberthys, that is a great tandem as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good friends with John. Pen John, yep. yeah, yep. He, uh, He's a coach at Fresno Christian now. No, so, yeah. Uh, my brother played John, John, no. Not John, no. The other two. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no. no John knows. Him. John knows. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give you too much it's credit. The other, John. It's the other, it's the other two. That, it's the other two that got Use the, the brains, job. John. Use the brains. Use the brains, John. He's, he's using that last name. <laughs> John was the brains behind the operation. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, all right, so you played for two basketball teams that made the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost to Wisconsin in our first year when they went to the Final Four. Right. Second year, we lost to uh, Zach Randolph and the Michigan Michigan State Michigan State when they went to the Final and Four. And you guys beat Cal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we beat Cal. That, he's a Stanford alum, so he's happy about that. Yeah. That was my – was, I was so proud of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, that, was, that was my best game in the tournament, that, that game. But, I mean, you were in the whack. Fresno State was in the whack at this time. Mm-hmm. I know you guys beat Tulsa, and you hit the buzzer beater yep. and in the I, championship. Yep. And then I hit the buzzer beater against Hawaii to advance us to the, the tournament the year before. Yeah. What, what was that like? I mean, because you guys had very good teams, but you guys were – I think you finished one year second, one year first, I was mm-hmm. looking at, mm-hmm. in regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't – Was were they multi – was the conference a multi-team bid? Did they get multi-bids? Yeah, we got a bid. So, so like I said, uh, in the we went double overtime with Hawaii, and so when I hit the game winner there, it automatically gave us a bid. Right. Did anybody else get in from the conference? Tulsa or? did. Tulsa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Tulsa did. Hawaii used to always give us problems for some reason. You know, we we played this pressure defense, and they would backdoor cut us to death. <laughs> we just could not stop their offense. You know. Uh, but they were good. Tulsa was always a, a, a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, who else was good in the, at that time? Those are probably the two. Ooh, no, 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 no. SMU used to. Mm. They, they, they wanted a piece of us bad. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah. Well, w- what would you say <coughs> was, well, at the time you were there, most, the team you hated the most to play against? Hawaii. Hawaii. But yeah, because they had a counter to everything we did defensively. Okay. Yeah, they were. They, it was like the Warriors, constantly constant movement, oh. getting through screens, backdoor cutting you. They just knew how to read. They play. They had a lot of Europeans, so they played European style of play. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah and there so you go. it was a guy named Alex English, and there was another guy, and Chris Jeffrey was an m- amazing defender, but he could not stop this one kid. And this kid wasn't fast. He was. He just would backdoor cut. He just understood the game. Like he just that's did. amazing. When yeah. Smart kids, even though they're slow, like, you know, I, I, I thought of myself more as that smarter than quicker, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's but, definitely you. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> especially, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, it helps a lot. Oh, well, yeah. that's why the Amundsons still beat up on the young kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, me and Tony played about two years ago, a year ago against 
This is when Jalen Green was in high school. And, you know, I was like, yeah, we, we'll play. Let's play. I'm thinking we'll lose a couple of two where we can sit down. Well, Tony has this system that if you win, you stay on, you lose, you go play right back to back. Man, he had me sore for about three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, Tony, what type of system is this for old guys? <laughs> this is not good. This is not benefiting us, Tony. Tony, this hurts. Yep. 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 Uh, what player gave you the most fits? Ooh. In college? Yeah, in college. Hmm. Fastest guy I ever played was Squirt Hicks from Chicago State. Like Coach Tark one day was like, yeah, we're going to press him. I'm like, yo, are you not looking at the same film we're looking at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Did you tell him that? No, I wanted to. <laughs> oh, man. I think after the first five minutes of that game, he knew, like, man, this kid is <laughs> something different. He just was too fast. He was five, six, but he was a blur. He, he was the fastest. I think, uh, ooh, Lynn Greer from Temple. Okay. Was yeah. it your first start? Was it or? Yeah, he like he actually came off the bench and he was a lefty, strong to shoot it. Oh. Mike Wilkes too. Wilkes. Rice. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he averaged like twenty a, a game for Rice. He was pretty good because he like he, he kind of like a poor man's Dame Lillard could really shoot it. Uh, change, <laughs> change speeds. Kind of built like him and looked like him. He actually uh, a coach I just ran into him the other day. He actually assistant coach for uh, Oklahoma. Thunder. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Wilkes is tough. Okay, so you brought up Tark, and I wanted to hear this, and mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure he wanted to hear this too, but oh well. The, um, what was your relationship with Tark like? It was good. It was good. You know, Coach Tark knew a couple of things about me. I was reliable, and that he didn't have to spend much time uh, making sure I stay out of trouble or anything like that. So I was that I was a good kid to let him focus on those bad kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's how it was. But he was cool with me. Like it was funny. Someone told me the other day. Uh, he told someone that I was his uh, favorite player that he's ever coached. Oh wow! And he's coaching. He coaching well, studs. Yeah. I'm like, nah, man, you're tripping. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's a great compliment coming from a great man. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He, uh, you know, he gave a lot of guys opportunities to save their lives. You know, mm -hmm. people don't look at it like that, but some of these guys, they're not, they're not going to make it without basketball. They're just not going to make it. Right. They need the structure. Mm -hmm. They need the structure, and they need the team atmosphere, and they need a, something that feels like a family. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So he gave people that opportunity, which was great, and he saved a lot of lives. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, actually, today I was talking about it with my dad. We were driving to Home Depot, uh, <laughs> and I – I think we were talking about how a lot of people have gotten the term coach or coaching mixed up. Yep. You know, it's really you're, you're a teacher, you're a professor, and you are you may be the only male figure that these yeah. men have in their lives. If you are a coach that coaches X's and, X's and O's, you're a terrible coach. Mm -hmm. Because you spend more time in these kids' lives than you do on the court. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I run a program called Exposure Sports where I try to help kids throughout the Valley try to get scholarships, uh, girls mm -hmm. and boys. And so the first thing I ask my coaches, one first thing I tell my coaches is like, yo, what, 
what do you think this position is? If they say, oh, I want to coach basketball, they the wrong person because you're coaching lives. You know, we, we deal with these kids, like, lives, they decisions, helping them pick colleges, helping them win mom ain't came home for three days and we ain't got no food like those 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 are the things i need you guys if a kid call you at two in the morning and say i got kicked out of my house i need you to be willing to go get them you know right. what i mean so I, I like life coaches x's and o's like you know there's been coaches that you could probably say you know he's not a great coach but he's a great motivator you know what i mean and right, that right. motivating coach can win a lot of games because you just make them them work hard you know, like Von Webb, I think was that he was not saying he didn't know his X's O, but I'm saying that we were going to win regardless if he wrote anything on that board because we was willing to do whatever he asked us to do. Right. By any means, you know. So um, that that's why I think um, coaches got to get back to coaching lives first. Mm-hmm. You know, the basketball is secondary. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Like you got to keep them straight. They they these kids deal with so much stuff. You know, right. they stay smarter than us. They got more well, technology it's, it's than because us. Because this stupid thing. 100%. Yeah, well, yeah it follows. Yeah. Social media follows them home. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it I mean, never stops. The drama follows them home. 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Social Dilemma thing. was a great movie. Yes. You ever watch it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, what is it? Say that again. Social Dilemma. I don't, I don't know if On I've Netflix. seen it. Yeah. You'll have to watch it. You have I'll to watch it. Yeah, no, Tonight. That, <laughs> yeah. Now, that, that's a great movie to kind of show what these kids going through, how if you don't like my post, you hate me. You know, it just kind of destroys a lot of kids' self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing everything for followers and likes. Right. All right, so you're playing for Tark. Well, I, I want to hear about the, the your tournament, what it was like playing in the tournament. Ooh. You know how people say the playoffs is different from the season? Yeah. The NCAA tournament is different from any other thing, like – the intensity of the game, like people are literally out there playing harder than they ever played all season. You know, you got one shot. Yeah. You got one shot and you better give. So, you know, we played Cal and had a day off and then had to turn around and play Zach Randolph. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I know. So yeah, your muscles ain't even recovered yet. You still sore from the, the battle you just had with Cal. You know, and then damn, we got Zach in mind. They were they were the leading rebounding team in the country, and so they didn't just have they had Zach, Jason Richardson. Oh, oh no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had another guy that went pro and another big guy. I remember Melvin hitting, boom, he didn't move. Melvin ran past me like, oh my god. <laughs> so, like, we waiting for a long night, brother. <laughs> I couldn't move him. You're so it's so true. I remember when I was young, I I think young, I don't know how old I was, junior high at the oldest, but I really enjoyed Fresno State had this guy named Bernard Thompson. Yep. And Ron Anderson. Yep. Yep. Absolutely fantastic players. They were so good. And we I just loved cheering in front of them and watching them and we're doing our thing and and I'm like, oh, and they got into the tournament. And of course they're First game was against Louisiana Tech. I'm like, oh, we got these guys. Well, there's a guy named Carl Malone on this team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, that was my introduction to Carl Malone. You know, yeah. I like, I bet all my allowance on everything. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh. 
I'll never bet against Carl Malone ever again yeah. in my life. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we play Michigan State, man. It's like not fair because <laughs> even when they miss, they're going to get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got to play defense twice every possession. <laughs> so it's like, like, come on, man. Like, these guys are bullying little Melvin. He weighs like a buck 17. <laughs> like, you know, Jack Randolph is like a different built. <laughs> yeah. Built like he drinks every day. <laughs> he's strong. You know, he got oh. this pudgy belly. He got no muscle mass, and he's just kicking our butt. My God, dog. <laughs> I remember just remember. Uh, Plus, on only one day's rest. Yes. Yep. I remember the first play of the game, Jason Richardson went back door and dunked on Mustafa, pushed him all into the cheerleaders. Mm. <laughs> it was just bad. I was like, oh, okay. There's <laughs> levels to this. There's <laughs> levels to this. Well, well, you did get a win, though. We got one, you know. Yes. We went to the second round. I was happy with that. And I honestly believe if we, like, I, I do believe this. If we could have got past Wisconsin my junior year, we would have beat Arizona that year. Uh, was Arizona? Arizona was like, they was number one in the West. Okay. With Jason Gardner. Was Richard Jefferson there? Nah, I don't think it was. Just, but Jason Gardner was there, point guard, and I want that matchup bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think we would have beat them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Out, outside of the tournament games, what was your most memorable, memorable game as a Bulldog? Mine personally or yeah. just period? Yours personally. I think mine personally was kind of when I hit the last second shot against Hawaii, having City of Fresno run onto the court and embrace you. I think that's was the – I'll never forget that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like it just kind of feel like, oh, my God, I made my city crowd. You know, I think that was that was great. That was that was a big time. Another memorable moment moment was when we uh, played at the Madison Square Garden, and then okay. it we made it to the Final Four. And you know, my dad always had talked about the Madison Square, like, "Yo, you ain't made it to you, you make it to the Madison Square." <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So just to just put your feet on that court, you're like, man, this is history. You know, no, so great. that was great. That is great. Okay, I remember a flash. You were the young man. Didn't you – it might have been when you hit one of the game winners, but didn't you – somebody gave Tark a great big old hug. Run. Oh, that was Dominic. That was before me. Oh, that oh that was Dominic. That was Dominic Young. Oh, shoot. Mm -hmm. Well, he's actually shorter than you. I knew it was one of the short yeah, guys. Yeah, he's shorter than me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I tell you this, though. Dom used to be a beast. Like, he was a – I was like, God, he shoots a lot. Coach Tark going to let me shoot, and I'm going there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was Dominic. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I know. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. I do remember Dominic, but not as not as well as I remember you. And I'm thinking Tyrone Bradley. That's another oh, good. Oh, that's yeah. another good name. Uh, T-Bone's play. Yep. T-Bone's <laughs> play. It's good that we kind of you know the alumni. We kind of stay stick together, chat with each other, which is cool. Like I think that's super important. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I think you know as long as it's positive. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the team and you know encouraging. I think that's super super important. You know, you tell Javance Coleman, like his son plays for my program, you know. Okay, yeah. That's great. You know, I had Shannon Swillis' son. He played for my program. So, it's uh, just funny <laughs> that how things – Damon Jackson's son played for me. For oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So, it's just kind of neat that we kind of stay intertwined with each other. Noel Felix, you know. Uh -huh. so oh, that's wonderful. Cool. That's very – I think it's super. I mean, we you know, we talk about a wine community, mm -hmm. you know, and I think there's a basketball community that needs to be supportive and – Absolutely. Up, up – uplifting and yeah. positive no absolutely i think uh it just kind of gives uh fresno a pat on the back because these are guys that come from different areas that don't leave because of the love that they receive from the the, the valley mm -hmm. you know noel's been here since college um, um 
you know, uh, Alex Blair. You know, you got a lot of guys, Travis DeMambi. You got a lot of great guys that play ball that still just love the community so much that they're willing to stay. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's a good thing. And, yeah. That's, yeah. and we want to keep it that way. No, yeah, absolutely. You know? mm -hmm. Absolutely. So at what point in your career at Fresno State, I'm guessing, did you say, I want to give, give it a shot after college? I want to play. Uh, you know, it always had been my dream to play. Like I said, I was fortunate that my auntie, she had uh, played for the Harlem Gold Trotters. Uh, she was one of two women that ever played professional basketball on the men's team. And she used to just come back. Like, yeah, I was in China. I was in Japan. Oh, I was in, like, she was traveling, like, every day uh, overseas. I'm like, man, that'd be neat to, 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 to be able to do that. And, you know, France was actually on my bucket list just from history class. You know, I'm like, man, I wish one day... I'm allowed to see, see see a place like France. And then I got the call. Actually, the first call I got was from uh, a team in Israel. And at that time, we were borderline about to have war with them. And moms were like, heck no, nah, you ain't going there. So <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> then France called, and, you know, that, that's when I went over there and played there. And then uh, at the end of my career, when I had my son, I played over in Mexico. So, oh, okay. You know, so that was scary, too. That was scary. Oh my god! I've heard Mex rough stories about Mexico. Well, who do we have? You had someone else. Greg on Smith. Yeah. Who Greg? Yeah. Greg's son played. For oh me. yeah, Greg. <laughs> oh, he played for you too. Yeah, that's right. Greg played for Mexico. No, yeah. it is like this, the, the stories. I, I was over there, and my owner got murdered while I was there. No like, way. Like cartel. Like it was. It was crazy over there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like people don't understand. Like. The little gangs over here, no. So like now, what is the what city were you in? I was in Tijuana, actually. Oh, you were right across the border. Then. I was right across the border. So, we uh, I remember, and it's funny. I got a chance at that when I was in Mexico. I played with uh, Ray, uh, Terrence Robeson and Rasan Smith. They were on my team over there. <laughs> and so <laughs> you know, that was crazy. So you know, it was crazy because we used to go to a place called Pocket. So our apartment was like maybe a block away from there. They used to serve good Mexican food. No, um, American food, I'm sorry. We used to get the wings there. And so this one particular night, we, went, we was on the road, and we didn't go in there, but when we came back, you could look down the street, and you saw all the lights were out. And so it was like, okay, well, that's not, that's unusual for pockets to have their lights out on a weekday. They, they stay 24 hours a day. So one of our teammates, who's uh, Mexican, turned on the news and come to found out Tell had dressed up as police and went in and killed like six people. Oh no! Like it, so, I was like, "Yeah, like, hey, you want to come back next year?" Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not coming back. This that's year. awful. This <laughs> not. No, that's that's so sad because I always tell I've I've said this for the last ten or twenty years. I said, you know, why why do we need to fly to Florida to get on a boat to go see the you know, to go see the Caribbean, yeah. right? Why can't I just go down to Long Beach and just go down the coast of Mexico and enjoy myself? It's, you can't quite do that. Nah. <laughs> you, I mean, you can, yeah. but it's really interesting. I mean, I was... Well, we... We, we know, did, we did, but... Yeah, but no, we know a lot of people from Mexico yeah. Yeah. out here, and they're saying, don't go. They tell us. I, I our, mean, our family says, don't come. No, they, they, Mexico, were, don't they, come. they were saying at that time when we were, I were there, it was like the life expectancy for the police chief was 30 days. I'm like, heck, if he can't be protected, I know I'm 
dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. You kind of need to know where not to be. That's yeah. for sure. Okay. Well, what about your time in France? Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about something yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> now, that yeah. was beautiful. Like, I would love, if I had to go anywhere other than America, the state other any, anywhere other than America, it would be France. You told us the name of where you were at. Livarois and Orléans. Okay, so one more Orleans time. Sucked. One more time for me. Orléans. Orléans. Yeah, it's spelled like Orleans. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. Spelled like Orleans. That's probably what it is. New yeah. Orleans. That's yeah. why we yeah. got it. So that is more like living in Kermit. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> How about Easton? How about Easton? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's like living in Easton, you know. But yeah. uh, uh, Livre is like I said, it was like uh, Fresno is to Clovis, so you're like, I said I was, 15 minutes maybe from the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see that, experience that. That was that was great. Like the food was great. Um, you know, they serve everything in small portions. Uh, mm-hmm. So like even a, if you go order a Big Mac. You're only gonna get the small fry and a small drink. It's no super size. You walk everywhere. You don't do elevators. You walk stairs. Um, you know, I think that was the first time I ever taste duck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. They tried to give me there. the duck. Now I don't know the name of. You probably know the name of. But there's they got this one dish where they bring out just like raw ground beef. Oh, tartar. Yes, it's tartar. Uh, yeah. yeah, they sprinkle a little uh, onions yeah. on it. I'm like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> not at oh, all. Oh no, it's excellent. <laughs> there, we have excellent tartar in Fresno. Yeah, it, it I'm not lying. It may be excellent. <laughs> I don't disagree. I believe you. I'm telling you what, this center point by Demetrius, full court, full cork press. Would go really well with tartar. Would it go? It yeah, would go really well with tartar. Center cork. Oh, doggone it! Center cork. I said center. I'm sorry. Center cork by Demetrius. I love it. Yeah, tartar. Tartar. First time I ever seen it. I was like, if I have some, no, not at all. It's <laughs> great. So I want. Uh, so are you fluent in French? No. You know what? I'll say this. Another thing. You never realize how much influence America has on the world until you go to another country. Like, so when I'm over in France, I'm expecting to have to learn French. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my teammates spoke fluent in, uh, English, um, you know, and they, they try to use our slang. Like, what's up, homeboy? I remind you, I was. Two African Americans on the team. And yeah, they're both Americans. <laughs> they're both Americans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what's up, homeboy? boy? <laughs> I love we it. don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're over there with like do rags on oh, and like football it. jerseys and Timberlands. Wait, wait, the the French? <laughs> yeah, the, like the French nationals. Like, yeah. So <laughs> what they see on the videos is what they yeah. think how we we dress. And so oh, I look corny to them. Oh, no. They're like, yo, you a bloody crip. You from California. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm neither one. <laughs> what are you talking oh. about? <laughs> like, uh, it's so crazy. This is where you just want to strangle these knuckleheads <laughs> in Hollywood, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. They had no idea. So for me, I was the cornball to them or whatever. But they oh, was, it was just hilarious. Yeah. yeah I'm going to tell you, it's, we're going a little R rated right here but i always wanted to make love to a beautiful woman and speak french uh, yeah, hopefully your wife can hear that yeah no no i gotta have <laughs> she's she's still waiting okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> you know 
the women aren't bad over there. <laughs> oh, they're not bad. No, I'm just not. I'm just saying, looking white. Cause you know, you hear, oh, they're rude. Oh, they smell. They, yes, they, I've heard all of this. That. It was yeah. none of that. Yeah. Great fashion. Like, I tell you, if you take your wife or whoever over there, make sure you save up because there's so much to buy. <laughs> it is. Like, they even have vintage mm -hmm. shops that you can buy some amazing things. You know, I see this Demetrius Porter, you know, off to France with a bunch of people from Fresno. For Wouldn't sure. that be oh, cool? Put together the trip. Oh, I yeah. think you should put together a trip. We're going. And maybe do a little focus on wine. Y'all in. And go, oh. see, and go see a basketball game. And, and a couple basketball games. How fun oh. would that be? Yeah, their basketball games is amazing. They're, they're <laughs> fans. I heard they're nuts. Oh, they're nuts. <laughs> they're nuts. They're nuts. <laughs> they be yelling, ole, 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 ole. <laughs> ole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they're going crazy. They got the freaking... Uh, Flares up in there. You're like, what is going on? Oh, I want it. I want it. I can see it. Demetrius Porter. Porter. Demetrius Porter goes to France. Exposite. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> Let's go. We're going. We're, we're going. in. We're going. <laughs> what was it like? Because I know that the style of play is different over there. What was it like going to that style of play? It's harder than America. Really? Because you get beat up a little bit. They, you know, you're the American, so the refs ain't gonna call anything for you. You gotta take it. You know, oh, so. Boy. You, um, you know, you could get beat up a little bit and they'll let it ride. And then, you know, the floor, you know, the, the Europeans do a great job at help defense, mm -hmm. you know, so they really key in on the Americans. So you really facing a double team. So you, you're pretty much, you pretty much become the Kobe LeBron over there to where you're the main focal point of them stopping you. So you'll face double teams, you'll face one boxing ones, you know, so that, that was much harder, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. I mean, you're still able to get yours, but it just made it a little bit more difficult. Right. I've heard that before. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so while you were over in France, you told me a little story before we hit record. You told us about you, uh, your teammates said, no, 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 we drink wine over here. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, you know, coming fresh out of college, I tried to order a cocktail, and it was like, yo, upgrade your drinking. Like, <laughs> you're a pro now. You know, but prior to that, I didn't tell you this part. So when we got out of the car, one of our teammates brought his, his girlfriend. And so we get out the car and paparazzi just like rush our car. <laughs> oh, and no. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is how they treat you? All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I'm smiling and stuff. Not realizing they're taking a picture of her because she was like a finalist on the, the French American Idol. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So they were not taking a picture of me. It's all her. It's all her. <laughs> So, yeah, we walked in, VIP, everything because of her. I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> they treat the, their basketball players great yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, f France to me is kind of like, Paris is kind of like to me a cleaner New York. Yeah. Okay. I you know. It, I've never been to New York, but no? it was clean. Yeah, it was clean. Oh, okay. Well, you, you've been to Paris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you thought that was clean. Yeah, I thought it was clean. I thought it was clean. I didn't think it was a city of love, though. I didn't think it was like that. I you don't know, didn't, what you, you didn't go with the. You went with a lot of beautiful girls, but you didn't hang out with them. Not with, none were my. I'm love. very, I, I'm very disappointed in my yeah, boys. <laughs> Let me tell you. You have to do better. They, <laughs> when they were in high school, they were. Listen, I have a winery, right? Yeah. I'm like, just bring your, bring your friends over. Yeah. You think ever once, ever once they threw a party here? Not one time. Mm. Not they and you none zero until they were 21 <laughs> years old. Now. My youngest, 
Who's the youngest? Oh, you haven't met that boy. No, he's <laughs> I'm the oldest. No, he's the old, no, no. You haven't met the youngest. That's I, I, my, I try to be like Demetrius. No, I I'll tell you to, what. I'm, I'm very not impressed. To get in trouble. No, you guys, <laughs> and I say that I was joking. I didn't expect you to, but I did expect them to use this place to have fun. Yeah. You know, but they didn't. They were too scared. They were too like I don't want. There's a verse in the Bible that says something like, "Do not even give the hint of." wrongdoing yeah, kind of, yeah. something like that i don't remember the verse my pastor's gonna kick me for not, not sure. remembering the verse but whatever <laughs> but anyway something like that it's too worried about my high school coaches kicking yeah, exactly, yeah exactly exactly no i, I say you got it we got to go take the trip to paris yeah like yeah. you know the history of it is amazing yes the castles just the the, the floor you know the streets are still you know all the times they surrendered and in battle yeah no, i just kidding oh <laughs> yeah but don't I mean, hurt I'm their feelings sorry Come on, sorry, Caleb. sorry sorry you know, the, sorry you know, they get one the, shot the, you gotta give me one shot the beaches <laughs> they great <laughs> oh <laughs> now great. i have been to that i now i i've i've been to a few places but there was this beach i was nice yeah, n-i-c-e we, we, we played there nice yeah yeah <laughs> nice beach Nice. Nice, nice beach. Oh, ho, ho. here we go. Little mucho nice. A little Mexican and, and, <laughs> and French. Mucho nice. A little Mexican and French right there. Or yeah. Spanish right. is Mexican. And Sandra Pay. That's good. Can and I've been them? there. That's beautiful, too. Yeah. All right. Well, when oh. I start, I, I got to get some ads for the podcast and start saving up some money. <laughs> yeah. And then I can come to yes. Paris with you guys. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't have a good showing your last visit. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. your your last Paris is no. You're not going to Paris. You're going to Nice and Saint Tropez. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I I would like to go to Milan though. Have in you ever, Spain? No. I no, in Milan's in in France. Yeah. Well. No, Italy, right? Yeah, Italy. Italy. Sorry, Italy. No. Italy. God, I need to go. I can need to spend yeah, some more time in Europe. You need to look at a map. Yeah. No, me too. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh. Italy is on my bucket list, and Dubai. Oh, Dubai. Yeah, Dubai. Now, why? Why Dubai? Yeah, why, what made you? Because it's like, like my um, buddy sent me some pictures when he went over there, and it's like a fairy tale. Really? Like some of the buildings and oh, some of the buildings and some of the stuff that they built over there and just the different islands and things, it's just amazing. Like, it's amazing. I've seen pictures. Uh, you got into wine. You have a wine label. Mm-hmm. So I want to plug your wine label, Appreciate Center Cork. It. Yep. Right. And what you said, 2020, we we're talking, mm-hmm. you got into it. Uh, in the middle of COVID. Yeah. How impressive is that? Yeah. No, well, people had to do something. Uh, you could drink alcohol is one of yeah, them. You know what? I, I said, I, I run a youth program and we're very close to our parents. Like we cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I used to get these um, Zooms, <laughs> like Zooms from about 10 parents, shop Mondays. Doing shot challenges, and you know we couldn't we couldn't see family, we couldn't do anything, and so I'm like, man, this be perfect, man. This wine makes you smile, you know. Uh-huh. So my wine makes you happy. So it's like, man, great time, you know. And you know, all of our lives, I think for me, COVID was the best thing to happen to me. I mean, not COVID, but that that time, right? It allowed me to really sit down for a minute my life was busy i'm traveling all over the place and so it allowed me to really just sit down you mm-hmm. know and enjoy the people that's in your, your your circle and 
and come up with new ideas and you know i think sometimes we get so busy we lose our creativity you know yep, so i agree yes yeah, so it allowed me to bring that back and that was actually fun you know it allowed you to be a kid again and imagine and dream again you know and so that that time was great for me good you for know, you man it, it that's all i i actually kind of feel the same way that time period uh-huh. it, i enjoyed that time period with I did. with my family yep because we got to do a lot of things together i mean we can't go anywhere but with the winery and do things mm-hmm. and that it was it was fun yeah he and his wife had a little the little pizza deal they did the little catering they put, they put on the pizza deal and that allowed us to stay open because we served food yeah and uh it was a true i hate to say, i'm going to say this it's a true ministry we had don't, don't hate to say it. no it was <laughs> wonderful I'll, I'll let's just say it it was we had a ministry we had people who couldn't go to their jobs mm-hmm. we had people that couldn't go to their church mm-hmm. and we had people whose children didn't want them who you know who bought into like okay we've got to be careful so they didn't get to see their grandkids they lost their community we had people who lost their community and we ended up slowly over that time period we became the community mm-hmm. and so yes you know this little winery wasn't the you know we're not in the grocery stores and we expect everybody to buy the center cork right now yes but but the Jubilee wasn't there but where it was is we had 20 to 30 people yeah. that this was their community on the weekends. And, and I think uh, with both of us, like the community drives us. That's, that's the fun part of why. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's I a great community. With you guys, and I'm not even thinking about competing with you guys. I'm want to drink some more of your stuff. You know, <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've almost <laughs> finished your bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're knocking <laughs> off your bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what wine does. It allows people to enjoy each other. Like, I think with technology, sometimes we just so stuck to our phones, we don't even know how to communicate. Like, I give you a story. From, so my son, their generation is different. So I picked up him and his teammate one day. We go into practice. Uh, and I'm like, hey, man, are y'all even going to speak to each other? They're both like this. We are. I, said, I haven't heard no conversation. Like, oh, we're talking through the game. And so it's just like, and they're sitting next to each other in the car. And so it kind of let me know that, like, even right now, the kids communicate through this. Mm-hmm. You know, they communicate through this. So that human interaction is suffering for them. And now I think wine does is allows us to keep that. It, it does. Yeah. It's a great community. Yes. It is. It's, it's a lot like basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you mentioned your, your basketball mission. You get kids recruited. Mm-hmm. Uh, plug that. What is that? So, so you know. When I came back to Fresno, I saw that a lot of kids wasn't getting recruited. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, uh, I saw a lot of talent, but kids are not getting commu- uh, recruited and then they're falling by the wayside. You know what I mean? So uh, I want to use my connections through, through what I've, I've done through basketball to start helping our kids get recruited because I figured uh, every kid I could save, they could save. And so, um, you know, people don't understand the sports scholarship is like no other. You don't leave college with no debt. <laughs> yeah. Like that, 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 you start your life debt free. You've had your education paid for for four to five years. You got your books paid for. You got everything pretty much done for you. All you have to do is go there, do what you're supposed to do, figure out what you want to do in your life, and accomplish that goal. And so, I felt if 
I gave opportunity to our kids in the Valley to do that, then college coaches will start looking at as a real option to come get kids to give those scholarships to. I thought, I don't know about you, but I felt that the Valley has always been overlooked. I know for me, Shannon Swillers, you know, we had to work extra hard where we played against those L.A. guys that they say were number one, two, three, four, five in California, and they wasn't that good. But they're from L.A., so that perception is, oh, he's from L.A. You know, it's probably like in wine. People want to say, hey, Napa is better. Nah, come get these Central Valley grapes, <laughs> you know? So Thank you. It, it is. Thank no, you, yeah. Demetrius. No, no, seriously, like no, they, they so. have this perception that's not all the way true all the time. No, I, I'm 100% with you. I don't want to dis, disparage anybody, no. but I went to Stanford, and I can tell you I was very interested in basketball, and we, uh, we spent a lot of time watching the games, playing intramurals, interacting with the, the, the guys on the team. And I can tell you that, and I hope he doesn't hear this, but you know, if he does, he does. But <coughs> when when w I played against one of the guys and they gave him a scholarship, he was from L, oh my God, he was from LA. Mm -hmm. Came through a couple years at JC College and uh, not a good athlete. I was just, I was just shocked. Yeah. We play pickup games, just destroy some of these guys. And I'm just like, what are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing getting a full ride? But the coach made that decision. He's giving them that full ride. And he, you know, the last thing he needs is a bunch of walk-ons to make his, yeah. his gentleman look bad. bad. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. And I, I tell people, like, what you think about me walking on? Like, you know, it's, it's rough for a walk-on because the money has already been invested in those Bingo! Players. You know, so it's bingo. So we've been invested. So whether you're better or not, you still. Go, yeah, we had a, a walk on our team named Rico. Rico was good, good. Like, I, I would say that he should have been in the rotation. Okay. But he was never going to get put in the rotation because there was no money invested in him. He exactly. Had a no, I I understand completely. And I sit there and I think about this, and I'm just like. But we've talked about this as a family. We watch, we, you know, because we've been a little bit involved in the high school level in this area, and we see a lot of these high school kids getting jumped over. But I have a feeling it's a lot of them. It, it has more to do with their mental out, mental, mm -hmm. you know, versus their physical because mm -hmm. they're great basketball players. Maybe mm -hmm. just not mentally, they're bought in. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, there needs to be, I can't believe how poor the scouts are. Yeah. I, I, I I don't know. I don't know if you've thought no, about that I, too. I, I have thought about that. What, what, what I think is starting to happen is there's been lazy recruiting, and what they're doing is everybody looking at the same ESPN rankings, <laughs> same <laughs> like, and even the people that's ranking each other, they just stealing from each other. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So they are they're lazy recruiting. Like there's been some guys I didn't think should have left the valley, but we didn't give them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I'm with you 100%. You know, I mean, I, 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 it's just like uh, I think there's some lazy recruiting going I on. I just talked about this with my brother. You have to do more work. It, we said recruiting yourself. That doesn't make sense. But you have to, you have to market yourself. The word is market. Mm -hmm. To go as a player now, especially out of the Valley, you have to put yourself in front of the recruit more so than the recruit coming to see you. Which is, which is sad because it's like, man, my job is to play, not to have to make a whole production right. film to let you see it. You know what I mean? Like, 
are the, the coaches. Just like making wine. I'm right. Yeah. We can make wine. Mm-hmm. It's tough to sell it. It's tough to sell it. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I don't think the coaches are out there actively, uh, you know, looking at a player a couple of times. You know, it's the world. It's the world. Everything is right now. Yeah. Yep. Everything is right now. That's why the transport transfer portal was so 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 good for coaches. Oh, he went to Duke. Oh, he won transfer. I'm gonna just take him. Well, they're he not even a, recruiting high school players. Yeah, but he was a loser at Duke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he didn't play. No, but you're gonna take him over a high school kids who you can mold to be that guy. Oh, Demetrius, we love you more. <laughs> we love you more. I know. I just think transfer like unless they really produce, like, you're taking another loser. <laughs> like, like oh, I, don't, no. I don't, I don't get that. If they wasn't successful at this college, and of course, I believe that that player could go to another college and probably find the best fit and become that player that they were. No, and, to be. and I agree with that but statement. I, I do believe that. Yeah, but at the same time, it is that player's job to do his own research to decide which college is best for him. You know I agree. What I mean? So that shouldn't knock out a kid like an AK who's at Clovis North, who I thought was a stud. You know who got caught by the whole transport portal? It's, oh, it, I haven't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. This. Um, you know. So it's it's been like that. You know. And I get it. Coaches ain't trying to rebuild. They trying to keep their jobs. I get it. So you know what? Our family, we believe that we we enjoy this European soccer deal, and we think if the kid signs with. Whoever say they signed with Duke, mm-hmm. right? Now, oh, it's not working out. Well, if Duke invested a year or two with him, well, and the kid wants to come back to Fresno State, Fresno State needs to pay Duke back. He's Ooh. on loan from Duke. It's kind of that, isn't and it? That the same if they take our player, and same as they take our player. So they need right? to compensate us for the time they need and it, money that we exactly. Put into so that all player. our football players right now who are getting stolen because. Oh, Fresno State did a heck of a job this year, and they won a bunch of games. And Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. There has to be a punishment. Pac-10, you want our boys? You pay Fresno State what they need, and a little bit more. Yeah. No, I like that. That's a great, yeah. No, that's the way it yeah. should be. I, I just don't like the fact that the high school kids are being screwed out of scholarship <laughs> opportunities. And the son, who my, the winemaker son that you haven't met, he feels the same way. He feels... That's exactly how my son feels. Yeah. He feels that the young kids are getting left out. Be- because a lot of the transfer is happening for the wrong reason. So transfer is happening because they think they can go to the Pac-12 to get NI- more NIL money, which is booster money. Okay. So you're going to leave me and I've been invested in you just because they're going to offer you $50,000? Exactly. And I get it. You might need it. But but at the same time, that's not fair because that kid that just wanted that scholarship so they could better their lives and give you 110%, you know what I mean? They, they missed out on that because you took this kid. Yeah. I, I kind of feel Fresno State. I don't know how we can do it at Fresno State. And th- this is what our family has talked about. And we need to just bring some money in and so mm-hmm. this can happen. But we should give the best shooter. Yep. Best shooter and best overall basketball player. In in Fresno County, a scholarship to Fresno State, and that should be a Fresno State scholarship. I totally believe that and been pushing that. Yeah. You don't play 15 people. No. So you keep one open scholarship every year for that player of the year in Fresno. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, of course, the player of the year can't be the 4'3 kid that averaged 25. That, that don't work at the college level. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it has to be somebody. Like, I – don't think Cole Anderson should have been allowed to leave the city. Yeah. 
I think he should have got that scholarship. He should have had a scholarship at Fresno State. Sorry. No. Yeah. We, AJ George, who's over at Long Beach State, doing well, should have stayed here. No. Uh, Jaden Garon, six eight. Mm, I don't even. I don't even know these things. I, it just makes me sick. <laughs> you talk. You, I'm, I'm like, he's gonna, at Rice. I like, got to drink more now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wh why? Why are we allowing those caliber players and to, to leave? Like, you should be able to give a scholarship to one one Fresno kid a year. every year. Every year. maybe two. And, we, and if we need to put two or three million dollars together as a community, it has to be done. It, it, it needs to be done. It has to. Be I, done. I don't know what. How I do don't you know. get it done? How do you, well, you got. You got to have a foundation. Uh oh, here comes wine our winemaker. That's the young guy. Yeah, just the young one. He's the young, not <laughs> the youngest, the yeah. younger one. Yeah, but yeah, no, but you need to put that together. Whatever, I don't know what they can make a year. I don't know they're going to make five percent or ten percent, but whatever they can make on their money, whatever it costs to put a, a young man through college, we need to do that, and we need to keep our best players here. I agree, one hundred percent. I agree. I believe. And I, the coaches. It's two things I believe. Yes. That, and I believe every coach in their area should have one assistant coach from that area and this is yeah. why ain't no coach gonna love your city but a person that comes from that city you can't tell me if i came from texas i'm gonna still recruit from texas because that's where my, my relationships are exactly so i need to have somebody on my staff that got relationships hometown exactly that, that should be in every every school in america should have that person on their staff from that city because you can have a whole staff of key guys from that that he come from Texas, he come from New York, he come guess Chicago, where they gonna, wherever. Guess where they're yeah. gonna recruit from? Exactly. Sure. Yep. Yeah. They they, well, they they gonna have no connection with well, our kids. Well, you know, we here. used to have a little Chicago connection, and it was fun. We started with Rod Higgins, maybe yeah. even before that. But I remember Nick Irvin with us. Exactly. Melvin, exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, and I just feel like, do we still have that connection? I don't know if we do or not. Oh. I, I don't even know if we have the Fresno connection. I mean, we should, but what we do because of Vaughn. Yeah. But. Yeah. But are we getting our kids here? We got uh, one. Did we get one? JoJo Hunter. Okay. Sarah Kim Memorial. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, we got one. We should have four. Yeah. Every year we that should have facts. one. Yeah, yeah. It's facts. I got to finish it with two things. Okay. Okay. Two questions I always ask. One, uh, what is that? What is Fresno or the Bulldog or the Green V? What does that mean to you? Home. That's beautiful. It is. It's yeah. beautiful. Through your time playing ball, high school, college, overseas, doing wine, helping out kids get scholarships, what has helped you through all of that? Experience. Experience. Because I was that kid that needed the platform. You know, and someone gave me that opportunity, starting with John Sato, going to uh, Jason Brandis. On to Dan Matsubara, on to Tarkanian. So, uh, I, I forgot all about Darren Matsubara. Yeah. That is, we'll talk about him later. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah, no, so, yeah, each level someone gave me an opportunity. And so that I know that that's what I have to do uh, because God gave me those experiences to give to them. You know, so I, what I do with my wine, I, I try to donate back to, to to different organizations to try to help these kids because there are kids out there that are struggling. To where they're giving up their dream to try to help mom and dad uh, by working. And there's no nothing wrong with working, but they have an opportunity to receive scholarships because they have that talent. And they having to give they having to make a sacrifice at sixteen to seventeen. I just don't know if it's fair. You know. Okay, so center we got center cork. 
Mm-hmm. And so your nonprofit is Exposure Sports. Exposure Sports. Mm-hmm. How can people find you? Uh, they can find me on cinecourt.com. They can find me on exposuresportselite.com. Uh, okay. So. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Now, this has so. been my favorite show of all time. <laughs> you. It's the GOAT. Dimitri, you <laughs> this, are the best. This Thank the you goat. so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, no disrespect to On the Bench. They are pretty good. Yeah, with, I know with Jason. Jason, yeah, yeah. Daniel. I, ain't I, know both I love them. Yeah. They, that's my favorite show. <laughs> But hey, Jason, if you guys get some some drink on there, maybe a little bit better. Right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we got well, great wine. I'm gonna end it with go dogs. Go dogs. Go all dog. the time. <laughs> go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>